everyone, and welcome to today's CCK Live. My name is Elise Phillips, and I'm an attorney with CCK. I'm joined here today with Matt Fusco. He is a accredited claims um, agent with the firm, and Alex Sachs, another attorney with the firm. Today, we'll be talking about ways to um, obtain a 100% rating for your VA disability. Um, so these 100% ratings are absolutely beneficial to obtain. Um, they are technically the highest scheduler compensation that you can get um, apart from obtaining special monthly compensation. So they're certainly beneficial and um, it will be a good topic for us to discuss today. Uh, so Alec, why don't you get us started and talk a little bit about what a 100% rating for a disability means. Sure. So VA disability ratings are meant to compensate veterans for the average impairment in their earning capacity uh, that are caused by their service-connected conditions. So generally, the more severe disability, uh, the higher VA will rate that disability and the more compensation you can expect to receive from VA. So 100% rating as the highest monthly compensation rate based on a 5.9% cost of living adjustment increase for 2022 Veterans with 100% and no dependents can expect to receive $3,332.06 per month starting December 31st, 2021. Great. So we've outlined four major ways to um, obtain a 100% rating. The first way we're going to discuss is just uh, regular general direct service connection. Um, so this means that you file a claim for service connection, and then you actually obtain a rating of a 100%. Now, three things to know about um, service connection, or three elements, rather, are first, you have a current diagnosed condition. Um, there are some exceptions to the diagnosis, but it is definitely easier to have a diagnosis than to not have a diagnosis to get service connection. Um, second, you'll have an in-service event, injury or illness. And third, you'll have that connection between the two, what we call a medical nexus. Um, here, it's also definitely beneficial to have a doctor that's connecting the two, although there are some exceptions where you don't need to have a medical examination. Um, in direct service connected cases, evidence that are going to help your case are going to be personal records, personnel records, rather, lay statements, opinions from doctors. Um, any of those sort of things can all be submitted to help show that you have a condition that's directly related to your service. Uh, once something is service-connected, then you will be rated on a scale from 0 to 100, uh, depending on what the actual condition is. Um, you could receive a 100% rating for a single condition, or you could receive a 100% rating as a combined rating of all of your different, um, all of your different conditions combined. If you have a 100% rating, whether it's just based on one condition or multiple conditions, it's still going to be that same compensation that Alec just told us about. Again, with that exception of special monthly compensation. Um, to file for direct uh, service connection, what you're going to do is file a VA Form 21526EZ, um, and that's going to be VA's application for disability compensation related to compensation benefits. Uh, you can do this online through the eBenefits portal in your local regional office or with the help of an accredited veterans advocate or an attorney. So, Matt, why don't you tell us a little bit about secondary service connection and aggravation? Sure. So, secondary um, secondary service-connected disability is a disability that resulted from a condition that is already service-connected. And similarly, aggravation is when a pre-existing condition was 
made worse or aggravated by military service. Um, in these claims, proving a nexus is especially important. And as Elise previously mentioned, a nexus is a medical opinion that in cases of secondary service connection, uh, links a veteran's secondary disability to their disability that's, that's already service connected. The link between those disabilities must be clearly established um, in order to be granted secondary service connection for the secondary disability. And some common uh, examples of secondary service-connected conditions include things like peripheral neuropathy, uh, secondary to diabetes mellitus type 2, radiculopathy secondary to back or lumbar spine disabilities, uh, depression secondary to things like Parkinson's disease or cancer, and depression and anxiety uh, secondary to orthopedic pain or orthopedic conditions that are service-connected. Uh, filing a secondary VA claim for service connection involves the same process as filing any other initial claim. So if you are granted service connection, um, the secondary condition will be rated in the same manner as any other service-connected conditions. Um, once again, VA math will be used to determine the overall combined rating. And this, uh, in and of itself, may be another way for veterans to reach a 100% disability rating. Great. Um, Alec, why don't you tell us a little bit about TDIU? Sure. So total disability based on individual unemployability, or TDIU for short. Uh, it's a benefit that allows veterans to be compensated at the 100% level, even if their combined disability rating is less than that. So this is an alternative path to receiving the maximum benefits, and it's awarded in circumstances in which veterans are unable to either secure uh, and follow substantially gainful employment as a result of their service-connected disabilities. Um, there are two basic ways to achieve TDIU on a scheduler or extra scheduler basis. falls under uh, Regulation 38 CFR 4.16 A and B, respectively. And um, for scheduler TDIU, a veteran must have one service-connected condition rated at 60% or higher, or two or more service-connected conditions, one rated at 40% or higher with a combined rating of 70% or higher. So one at 40 and one or more other disabilities that through VA math will get you to 70% or higher. Um, veterans who don't meet the scheduler requirements for TDIU scheduler under uh, 4.16a may still be considered uh, for extra scheduler TDIU under 4.16b. And extra scheduler TDIU doesn't have any rating requirement Instead, it simply looks at the veteran's inability to secure and follow uh, substantial gainful employment, like scheduler. Um, and we have several CTK lives, as well as articles on our website that talk about TDIU, what it requires, what are the best ways to go about obtaining those benefits. So I encourage you to, to check those out. Excellent. Yeah, I, I like to think of uh, TDIU as kind of a different road to get to the same destination of a 100%. All right, so the final way we're going to talk about today is increased rating claims. Matt, you want to take that one for us? Sure. So um, the disability rating that VA assigns in its initial rating decision might be satisfactory at that time, but it's certainly realistic that your condition or your disability may worsen years down the road. Um, so if you're outside of that one-year period to file an appeal with VA's decision, you will likely have to file a new claim for an increased rating. 
VA is going to treat this as any other claim and issue a rating decision in response. Um, you as a veteran can submit any new documentation or evidence you have supporting that your service-connected connected condition has worsened. Um, and in the legacy appeal system, the evidence that you're submitting must be new and material, whereas under AMA, it must be new and relevant. Uh, veterans should be mindful of the applicable rating criteria for the service-connected uh, condition for which they are seeking an increase, um, because this can importantly determine how their symptomology lines up. And uh, you can also have a private doctor or your treatment specialist uh, opine on the severity of your service-connected conditions in, related, uh, in relation to what is listed on the actual rating criteria. Excellent. Thank you so much. So that's going to wrap up the four main ways uh, to reach a 100% rating. Uh, but we did want to hit on some other tips before we let you go today. So um, one tip is that we would like you to use lay evidence, such as buddy statements, statements from family, friends, um, to bolster your claim. The reason for this is this really fills the gap that some of those VA exams or um, medical records are going to miss. Uh, you can really explain, or your friends, family that have seen um, how this disability impacts you can really explain in a better way, um, more precisely, why your disability is preventing you from either working or how it's more severe than maybe a strict um, checkbox type exam might might show. Um, but with that said, our next tip is to attend those CMP exams. Um, they, VA can deny your claims if you don't attend the exams. While they're not always perfect, you absolutely should be attending them. You should be honest during them. Um, and um, if there is an exam that isn't favorable, you can always introduce your own medical evidence or make your own challenges to those exams. Uh, but one thing is, if you don't attend the exams, then you can't challenge them. Um, and we've seen that happen to a lot of a lot of veterans, and it's an unfortunate situation. So you definitely want to attend them. Um, when you are denied a claim, if you're denied a claim, make sure that you're looking for um, the reasons that VA denied your claim uh, when you're trying to spot any error. So um, if, for example, they're denying your claim for a uh, lack of medical nexus, then what you're going to need is a medical nexus. It's not going to help if you continue to show that you have a current disability, just as an example. Um, and if you believe your rating is too low, um, continue your appeal. Um, and one thing that's definitely going to help you, Alec is going to touch on, but it's going to be seeking the assistance of an accredited rep or attorney. Yeah, definitely. We know it can be challenging and confusing, the whole uh, VA benefits process, filing for increased rating claims, multiple claims, or TAU. So uh, it's, we suggest uh, that it's helpful seeking assistance from accredited representatives, uh, an accredited attorney or representative, perhaps from a veteran service organization, can guide you through VA's complex processes uh, and help fight for that highest possible rating. Thank you so much. Um, so that was a pretty general overview of some ways to obtain a 100% rating. Uh, we do have specific blog posts on things we talked about, like TDIU, um, special monthly compensation, increased rating claims, direct service connection, and um, secondary service connection. So please feel free to check those out. Um, and also please remember to subscribe to our channel. Thank you.